You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 19. The Vibrant Life. How's it going? This is the Vibrant Life Podcast, and I am Emily Romrell. Are you enjoying all the things? Summer's a great season for adventures, so I hope you're out and about having a few. I'm doing my best. I was able to spend some time in the canyon this last week, and it was so much fun. I'm always rejuvenated by nature, and I'm grateful to live in such a beautiful world, especially in Utah. Utah is so beautiful. I hope you're loving the podcast. It's been an adventure for me to put myself out there in this way, and I'm learning and growing every week. That's my wish for you, too. And if you feel like the show has been a benefit to you, please leave a review on iTunes and encourage your friends to check it out. Spreading the word helps more than you might think. Also, you do not want to miss next week's episode, guys. I can hardly believe we're at number 20 already, but I have a real treat for you, so please stay tuned. I'm excited about the subject of our conversation today. Uh, Have you ever heard an old song that you love and it transports you right back into the past and into that special moment that might have happened while that song was playing? Well, today we're taking a look at the past, specifically our mindset and emotions about the past. And I might be one of the most nostalgic people ever. Sometimes I might be a little too sentimental and I'm working on that. And some people don't necessarily think of nostalgia as a good thing. But today, I'm making a case for why you should be nostalgic. I'm a collector. I collect nerdy pins for my backpack. I collect my favorite quotes and sayings. I absolutely love to collect books. And uh, maybe most of all, like a favorite saying that's made its way across the internet, I like to collect moments, not things. I've always loved poignant moments. It's all about the strong emotions, right? Laughing until you cry, bursting into tears at surprise, or those moments when your feelings are so tender that you're still and quiet. They're all special and they make life worth living. To me, those moments are found in connection. Whether it's connection with nature, relationships with others, with God or with yourself, when there's a deep connection, there's deep emotion. And when you take the positives from these emotions with you as you travel into the future, you can look back for comfort in difficult times. There's a famous poem by William Wordsworth called I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud, or lots of people call it the Daffodil Poem, and I especially love the last verse, and it goes like this. For oft when on my couch I lie, In vacant or in pensive mood, they flash upon that inward eye, which is the bliss of solitude. And then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils. To me, this is what it truly means to be nostalgic. You gather up the moments in your mind and then in your pensive moods, you can replay them for comfort and to gain more wisdom and knowledge. It's a joyful thing. Have you ever been with someone you're close with and you start playing the remember when game? (laughs) 
Remember when we made the best blanket fort ever at that sleepover? Remember that summer we went swimming every single day? Remember how hard that class was in college? You know, as I'm saying this to you, I'm kind of feeling nostalgic about that song by Alan Jackson, Remember When? I can hear like, da-da-da, so <laughs> you should take a look at that and check it out if you don't know it. But uh, anyway, it's nearly impossible to play the Remember When game without smiling, even if it's sometimes a sad smile. And this is because we are made from our experiences. When we travel back to poignant experiences from our past, we literally relive them in our brains. The joy that was felt then can be felt again now. And I need to explain something here. It's easy to get hung up on the past, and when that happens, we don't truly live in the present. And too many of us get stuck in that trap, right? I know I've been there. And there's a reason that Dumbledore warned Harry about wasting away in the mirror in front of the mirror of Erised. Uh, if you remember Harry Potter, you know, can't go wrong. It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. That's not what this is about. It's important to be mindful and to live your life. But I am big on owning your story, and that, my friends, makes all the difference in the world. Part of owning your story is choosing how you look at the past and deciding what it means for you. And this is especially powerful when dealing with painful or shameful memories. It takes a lot of work sometimes, I'm not lying, or I'm not gonna lie, um, but here's the truth. <laughs> the past does not have to haunt you. The facts of the past will always remain the same, but the meaning that we attach to the facts is all up to us, right? And this is one of the most empowering and hopeful things that I've learned so far. And remember a minute ago when I mentioned how we literally relive memories in our brains? This is not just a cute idea. It's the truth. Similar things happen when you visualize things in your imagination, when you dream at night, when you're watching TV or reading a book. Uh, human beings have this extraordinary ability to see things in their mind's eye. And the brain can't tell the difference between these situations and real life. The same chemicals and reactions occur in your brain when you experience, say, like driving a car for yourself or watching someone drive a car on TV. Isn't that fascinating? This is why people love stories so much. It's why you like to watch or read your favorite stories again and again, because those feelings come back each time almost like it's the first time. And the magic happens when you deliberately choose for a, a past experience to mean something new. Then when you relive that episode in your mind, your brain will produce new chemicals and have new reactions. And the meaning you attach changes the feelings that you experience. High school was hard for me. I really struggled with depression and anxiety, which caused me to isolate myself a lot. And I didn't want anyone to know what I was going through and think that I was crazy. And I had some friends, but I rarely hung out on the weekends. And the story that I got in my head was that I was a loner destined to go through life by myself. It's pretty tragic, right? And still to this day, I struggle and have to fight that story in my head. But I'm getting better at it. And I really don't care if people know I struggle with those things anymore. Um, all about owning your story again. 
right? But now I tell myself that just because I felt isolated when I was in high school, that doesn't mean that I have to be isolated now. And I really did have some good friends in high school. And when I think about those people, I smile and I'm grateful for them for the most part. (laughs) But it takes work. It takes a lot of work sometimes. And, you know, one of the biggest consequences of my struggles growing up is that I gained a lot of weight. And this made things harder for me, and I found it even more difficult to, um, to connect with people. And I'm so thankful, actually, for the journey of my life. Though, um, in the past, I would tell myself that it was shameful or bad to be overweight, and I should be better than that. How many times do we tell ourselves that we should be better? Oh, I don't know. But, but now I recognize that the choices in my life that brought me to that place and uh, I've lost a lot of the weight now and I'm so much healthier and I'm so grateful honestly for the experiences and the compassion that being overweight gave me. Now um, I can empathize so much better with other people. I appreciate being in better shape so much more now and it does nothing for me to beat myself up because of the experiences that I've had in the past. But uh, when I do own my story and where I've been and accept that, I can move forward in life with so much more freedom. One of the best teachers in modern times is Wayne Dyer. And if you don't know who he is, you should definitely Google him and buy all his books. (laughs) He teaches a lot about mindfulness and emotions. And he has a quote that I really love. With everything that has happened to you, you can either feel sorry for yourself or treat what has happened as a gift. Everything is either an opportunity to grow or an obstacle to keep you from growing, and you get to choose. So that's Wayne Wayne Dyer. That can be a tongue twister. (laughs) Um, But nostalgia, right? So nostalgia is a wistful affection for the past. And that doesn't necessarily mean sad or depressing. Can sometimes mean that, but you don't have to choose it to mean that. Especially if you are nostalgic with a purpose, which, as we've discussed, means being deliberate in your interpretation of the past, right? I like to think of wistful as a thoughtful longing. If we're thoughtful or mindful, we can take the best things with us as we move forward into the future. I think it's okay to have regrets. Um, It's hard, honestly, to get through life without them. Regrets, right? Uh, But we don't have to let our regrets loom so big that they prevent us from learning and growing and moving forward. We can learn from Wordsworth and take advantage of that flash of the inward eye. Honestly, that might be one of the best meanings for meditation that I can think of. (laughs) I just came up with that definition. Are you impressed? (laughs) But, um, so my challenge to you this week, guys, is to reflect on some of those more difficult or painful memories that you might be carrying inside. And what would your life be like if you decided to let those memories mean something a little bit different? And then remember some of the laugh out loud good times and tuck those away for a safe place. And you can have those when you need them. You might be surprised at how much more vibrant your life will be. Hey you, don't forget to stay tuned for next week's episode. It's number 20, guys, and it's something special, so you definitely do not want to miss it. What's the best way to stay in the know, you ask? 
Well, you should subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, of course. And while you're doing that, why not leave a quick review so other people can find the podcast? And while you're doing that, why not take a moment to tell your friends? Seriously, it would be so amazing if you would help share the love, guys. Thank you so much, and remember to live the vibrant life. Thank you.